This is Hope FM. Uh, well, you know that... Uh, the wonderful folk in the NHS have been working their socks off for many, many months. And like me, you will have been pleased to hear about the, the new super vaccination centre opening at the big. Now, somebody who's been very much at the centre of preparing uh, the big and, and indeed with, with all things uh, COVID and nursing is Don Dawson. She's Director of Nursing Therapies and Quality at the Dorset Healthcare Trust. And she joins me now. So good morning to you, Don. Good morning. So, Don, I mean, you, you have many roles. So, to ask you what your predominant role is, probably a bit of a cheat, but uh, and and you're certainly not been twiddling your thumbs. But what what is your general overall post, your job? So, yes, I'm the director of nursing. So, I'm the professional lead for all of the nurses in Dorset Healthcare. So, that's people that are working in our community hospitals, in our mental health wards as well as our district nurses and our health visitors. Uh, Also professionally lead for all of our therapy staff, so our physiotherapists, our occupational therapists, and then I'm responsible for quality across the entire organisation. So it's a really busy job, um, and COVID was just something additional that I hadn't obviously ever done before, but um, but I've picked up various roles around that. So leading on the the large-scale vaccination centre is one of those additional things I've taken up in the last few months. Now, of course, there's been quite a lot of partnership across uh, across all the, 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 the NHS, and I guess you've been heavily uh, involved in that. Absolutely. So we've always worked closely with colleagues from the the local authorities, from the councils, uh, with general practitioners, and also with the the big main three hospitals in Dorset. So that's not changed. But I think what has changed is, uh, while we've been under this huge amount of pressure, it's brought those uh, relationships much closer together. And, you know, we talk daily, uh, you know, to make sure we're doing the right things for the people of Dorset. So absolutely, it's strengthened those really good relationships we already had. Now, obviously, we want to talk about the vaccination programme, which, of course, has been stepped up uh, uh, this week uh, with the opening of, uh, of the big. But in general, how, how has the Dorset Healthcare Trust been involved with the vaccination programme generally? So, yeah, so we've, we are, um, as you, you know, leading on that, that large vaccination site, but also we're working across the whole system. So uh, the uh, Dorset County started vaccinating people back in December, so we supported them with that, um, supplying some staff when they needed it. And we've also worked with all of our general practitioners, again, supporting mainly with staffing um, as and when they've needed it. And then latterly, uh, we've come online ourselves, which was really exciting this week to deliver vaccines to our own organisation. So really close working uh, with all partners. Now, you did say, of course, that you've been working really, really hard. I think maybe even way back in November to get the the BIC uh, uh, ready and and open. And of course, it has opened uh, this week. Has it been a, a monumental task? Oh, it's been it's been a massive task. So um, obviously the BIC um, isn't a hospital site, so we've had to sort of build it, if you like, from scratch. So we've got the you know the, the skeleton of the building, but we've had to make sure we've got all of the right equipment, all of the things that we need to be able to deliver you know a service like a vaccination centre. So we've had teams there, um, you know, from procurement. Um, we've had specialists in helping us do that so that we could actually get all the things in place that we needed, right down to making sure we can, you know, receive safe delivery of the vaccine, we can store it appropriately, that we've got staff rest areas. So it's been a huge piece of work. And 
teams have worked, you know, day and night um, right over the Christmas period to make sure that we were ready to go live on day one. Now, of course, day one was Monday of this week. Did it all go according to plan? Absolutely. Well, um, we started slowly um, because we just wanted to make sure there were no snags. So um, I think you will have probably seen on, on other media that when we're up to capacity, we'll be able to vaccinate about nine and a half thousand people a week. But we didn't want queues down the road if we if we you know had any issues on Monday. So we started a little bit more slowly on Monday. Um, and yeah, things went incredibly well. We learned a few things as we went along, um, mainly um, simple things like making sure there was adequate signage from the car parks, you know, silly things like that, that perhaps we'd been focusing on the clinical areas. Uh, but we've learned, we've put all those things in place and we'll continue to learn every single day. Now, of course, we've heard about two main vaccines. I mean, the first one, of course, was the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, and then, of course, uh, the, the Oxford-AstraZeneca. Are you using the Oxford-AstraZeneca because of its, its ability, you know, not to have to be frozen or, or both or how is it working? So we've set up the vaccination site so that we can use any of the different vaccines that are, that are available. So we can safely um, handle the, the frozen one, the Pfizer one, um, if that's what we're supplied with. We have a pharmacy team on site that are there to help us, that you know, are, are fully trained in, in um, enabling us to use whatever we get. But we did open on Monday with the AstraZeneca vaccine, as that was the one that was supplied with us. But we're, we're flexible and able to deal with whatever comes our way. And in terms of supply, I mean, obviously you mentioned about that vaccinating 9,000 uh, people a, a week, which is, which is amazing. Are you, are you reasonably confident that the, the supply of the vaccine, the vaccine will, be, will be there for you? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got good supply now, and I have no reason to believe that's going to change. But obviously, you know, we will all be uh, victims of whatever happens internationally and nationally, but I have no reason to doubt that at the moment. Now, you've got an amazing staff team there, and of course, uh, everybody is in awe of, of all the NHS staff and in the many, many uh, ways in which they've been serving us all since all this began. But also, you've got this amazing uh, team of volunteers as well. I think they're called COVID marshals. Uh, have they been getting used to their, their new jobs? Absolutely. So I was on site um, for the full full day on Monday talking to the people that are there helping us and, um, you know, a really broad range of people. So I spoke to uh, one young person, um, a, a young chap, 17-year-old, who would normally be at college, um, and he just wanted to come and do something to help, and he felt this was one of the things that he could do. I spoke to another lady, and she normally uh, worked in, in uh, a pub, you know, pulling pints behind the bar, and, and she's not been able to work for some time. And again, she said, actually, I, I just wanted to, to come and to lend a hand and to do something. And then another gen gentleman I spoke to was a, a retired firefighter. And again, like the other two people I've mentioned, he just wanted to, you know, get involved and do something to, to you know, see a way through this terrible time that we've had. So we couldn't do it without them. They're absolutely essential to running the centre safely, you know, guiding people to the right place, helping members of the public find their way through. This is Hope FM. Well, of course, we salute all the people in the NHS and indeed all the all the volunteers, everyone who've been pulling their weight th throughout this whole uh, COVID uh, challenge. And uh, my guest, very special guest today, is uh, Don Dawson. She's the director 
of nursing therapies and quality at the Dorset uh, Healthcare uh, Trust. Well, well, Donna, it must be amazing to be part of the team that are eventually working to, to in order in order for us to be free of COVID. I mean, obviously, none of us really know what the future holds, but but at least we can see light at the end of the tunnel, can't we? Absolutely, and I have to say, I'm so so proud and privileged to be able to be part of something this wonderful. It's been a really difficult ten months for the country, for the NHS, and to be there on Monday and to see people coming through um, and talking to them about their experience. You know, I I talked to one couple who hadn't been out of their house for months and months and months. I spoke to another lady, uh, again, who just was desperate to be able to eventually be able to go and see her grandchildren and her family. So to actually hear stories up front uh, uh, and talk to, you know, amazing people that have had to be shut away in their homes it is really very humbling to be able to be part of something like that and it's great to be able to hear sort of ordinary people you know uh, of all ages of of course that that are being very positive about the process although of course you've been starting to vaccinate the 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 older folk and the and those who are sort of most uh, at risk i guess it helps to, to to sort of still the fears of some of those people that are still unsure about whether they should have the vaccine or not if if i asked you how how would you best give assurance to folk who maybe at the moment are not sure whether they should have the, vac- the vaccination what would you say so i would say it's the best thing that we can do at the moment to protect ourselves and to protect people around us this is about trying to break the chains of transmission that pass this this uh, virus around our communities so by by getting vaccinated you're protecting yourself but you're also protecting the people that you come into contact with and your loved ones and when you come to the center we take great care uh, to keep you safe it's one of the main things that we do so uh, when you arrive We'll ask you, you know, we ask everyone, are you unwell? Is there anyone in your household that's unwell? And if you are, we we would ask you not to come into the vaccination centre. Once you get inside, you gel your hands. We ask you to put a mask on. And then um, there are sort of snakes of barriers going round, zigzags, if you like. Um, And they've got yellow spots on the floor so that people stand on a yellow spot, which means you're two metres away from everybody. So we get you to move along the yellow spots around the zigzag barrier until you come into the the main hall then you'd be asked um, by a registered health professional some questions about your general health, uh, just to make sure there's nothing that would be um, any reason why you shouldn't get vaccinated. Um, so we do another check there to make sure that everything's okay. And then you go through and you actually receive your vaccination from one of our vaccinators. And when you've had that, we just ask people to wait for a little while just to make sure that they're feeling fit and well before they leave us to drive home. So um, it's a really good, safe process. It's tried and tested. Um, You know, absolutely, fundamentally, we need to make this safe for people. So I can give assurance to listeners that it absolutely is safe. And if people were a wee bit sort of unsteady on on their feet, can can they have a a seat, you know, as, as as they're waiting? Absolutely. So for people that need a carer with them, we've, we've got facilities to do that. Um, and absolutely, if people find it difficult to stand for a long period of time, uh, they can either um, be seated until their time in the queue comes up. Or we do have some wheelchairs on site for people that might be, uh, you know, have a few more mobility needs. And indeed, we had people um, on Monday coming through that, that needed a little bit of extra care. And we, we were able to manage that very well. So please don't be worried. 
Um, the other thing is, of course, if you, you feel that you, you don't want to go to somewhere like the large vaccination centre, the, the GP practices are also vaccinating as well. So if people have a particular need and they'd rather be closer to home, they can wait to go to their GP practice for their vaccination. Now, I know that you're, you're really uh, ahead of schedule. You've, you've pretty much uh, covered most of the of the 80 pluses, haven't you? And you're, you're, you're beginning to start on, on the 70 pluses uh, are you happy about that the way things are going timetable wise absolutely so i mean i think in in a beautiful part of the country down here we have quite a healthy older population which is a lovely thing so we've done incredibly well to get to the position that we are now um the letters uh, went out began to go out last I think it was at the beginning of this week, actually, to the people that are over 70. And so uh, we've opened that those appointment slots up within the, the BIC, um, and we're seeing some people coming through. And in actual fact, uh, my own dad's in that category, and he received his letter, I think, on Monday, and he's coming tomorrow for his vaccination at the BIC. So I'm absolutely delighted that a member of my own family is able to use the service that we've set up. So absolutely, we really look forward to welcoming that next age group through yeah. our centre. Well, I'm, I'm surrounded at my... my- you know, my neighbours and a number of my friends, of course, have had have had the vaccinations, and I'm pleased to say that uh, that they've all they've all spoke very positively about the process. Just talking about the process, uh, people, of course, don't don't uh, ring up and make an appointment or even just turn up. They have to wait for that that contact, don't they, from the NHS? Yeah, so people will um, generally get a letter from the NHS um, that would then direct them to either ring 119 or to go onto a website. And when you get onto that website or you speak to your, your person on the 119 line, they will book you an appointment slot. So that's the way that people will generally get to hear about the BIC. I think if people are going to the GP practice, sometimes the GP practices might be phoning people at home. But please wait until you're contacted. Uh, you won't be forgotten. We know everybody that needs to come and have the vaccination. So if you haven't had your letter yet, just be patient. It will be coming to you. And of course, there have been one or two people who have had contact from their GP surgery and they've had a letter as well. But of course, they can choose the, the, the appointment slot that suits them best, can't they? If, if that happens and they, they get approached more than, more than once. Yeah, and I mean, I think that, um, you know, some people, it will be more appropriate for them to go to their GP practice. And there'll be some people that, you know, that have um, significant needs that are unable to leave their homes. And of course, that would be through their GPs. But if uh, I, my sort of one plea would be, if you get two, two letters, two appointment slots, uh, please cancel the one you're not going to attend because it's really important that we free up that for somebody else to come through. Um, so if you do get to, just cancel the one you're not going to go to. And obviously you went through the process of what happens uh, down at the big. Which entrance do, do they use as a matter of interest? I know you're, you're, you're based in the Perbeck Hall, which is at the rear of the big. Do they enter through the main, the main entrance of the big? No, no, through the, the Purbeck Hall entrance, that's been specifically set up um, there for people to come through. So don't go to the, the front big big doors, come around to the, the Purbeck Hall, which is normally where I think the ice skating is in the winter. So um, if people have been there for that sort of thing, they'll know the entrance I'm talking about. Well, Don, thank you so much for joining us uh, today and obviously um, giving us all that information. Is, is there any sort of thing that you would want people to bear in mind before they come to their appointment, indeed when, when they're waiting to get their vaccination? 
So I've got sort of two really key messages. So the first one is if, if you're offered a vaccination appointment, please take it up. And if you're not going to come, let us know. And then the second thing is really once people have had their vaccination, it's really, really important to still do all of the things that we've been doing all of this time. So we still need people to wash their hands regularly, make sure that they're keeping distance from other people, socially distance, and also to wear masks when they're you know out in, in in shops and and public areas so it's really important even when you've had your vaccination it doesn't give you superhero status you, you still need to take great care of yourself so that would be my sort of message uh, to people that have had their vaccination and of course as you as you quite rightly said there it doesn't work immediately the antibodies take a little bit of time to work up so it's, as you say take care this is hope fm